And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Girl. And welcome back to XOXO, a Gossip Girl recap podcast presented by Hazel and Katniss and Harry and Star. I'm Joe Lipset, and I'm joined as always by Ari Drew. Hi, Ari. Hello. As well as Jenny Nolf. Hi, Jenny. Hello, hello. Folks, we are talking about season two, episode six of Gossip Girl, How to Bury a Millionaire. And the real question is, do we want to talk about Georgina Sparks now, or do we want to talk about her later? The whole episode. Yeah. (laughs) Now and later. (laughs) The entire way will somehow shoehorn it in. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so we've established previously, Ari, I think you've watched the most of the original run of Gossip Girl. And Jenny, Mm -hmm. you watched, I think, about the same amount as me, which is to say maybe half, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. In the college years, but didn't like them, so dropped it. I got to Hilary Duff. Okay. But we are all familiar with Georgina Sparks as a character. Like, we've seen Michelle Trachtenberg on the show before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what did we think of this new, mature, very rich, very exploitative version of the character? Mature? (laughs) I mean, mature because it's been like, what, 13 years? Are you calling her like a mature woman? Like she's she's elderly, Joe? (laughs) Is that what uh, you mean? Let's just say that Ari, your husband informed me that Michelle Trachtenberg, the real life actress, is only three years younger than me. So I was like, no. Okay, well, she's, she's getting yeah, up was, there, you know. I think she's my age, yeah. I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. She is my age. And she's my height. <laughs> <laughs> she's you. Thanks, internet. I'm her. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. Honestly, I, I think we all look a little bit less old but i also think that they're playing up her like cheekbones to an insane degree yeah. which might make her look a little bit older to me yeah they definitely her makeup makes her look more severe and intense like especially whenever she has that when she's at the the vow renewal thing oh yeah um yeah so anyhow i was so very pleased with everything georgina was bringing every line that came out of her mouth it was mm-hmm. everything i'd been needing for a while Oh my god, I loved how she was introduced. And honestly, I kept thinking about her cake kidnap and how oh. actually kind of traumatizing that is. Right? Oh, hugely traumatizing. But Kate acts like it's not at all. She's just fine with it. She's like, oh, this crazy girl. <laughs> she got me. I guess this is my life now. I've, I've adopted <laughs> this mantle of Gossip Girl and now I just get kidnapped. Oh, well. And most people would go to the police, (laughs) but not Kate. That's probably because she's going to go to the police someday herself. (laughs) You mean go to jail? That's what I meant. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to go and stay with the police for an extended amount of time. (laughs) 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) For being way too inappropriate with children that she uh, teaches. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, okay, so basically Kate gets kidnapped off the street. She wakes up in a reasonable, like, respectable-looking apartment. It's quite nice. 
It is revealed that Georgina Sparks has kidnapped her. And then what do we learn, folks? It's the funniest shit on this planet. <laughs> she didn't even take her to her own place. Mm-hmm. She took her to Dan and Serena's place. In Brooklyn Heights? <laughs> in Brooklyn Heights. Oh, that line, I would rather be back at Jesus camp than be here. <laughs> oh my God, I was obsessed with like how much she hates them. Like her whole mastermind plan of basically like being the ghost of their apartment and they're just none the wiser. Oh, I love that. I love that. That was so funny. Dan, who is proto, like who used to be Gossip Girl, doesn't realize that Georgina is fucking with their apartment. Ah. This is why he wasn't really Gossip Girl. <laughs> Which she also comments on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for a second there, I thought she was suggesting, like, I helped him or something. You know, like, that, that there was, like... like a retcon or something, right? Yeah, because, I mean, it really doesn't make any fucking sense. I think there's a video no. online of, like, Dan reacting to Gossip Girl posts. It's, like, a compilation of all the times that that it made no sense for him to actually be Gossip Girl. Yeah, I think I sent that to you guys. You <laughs> definitely did. I definitely and I did. laughed. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, yeah, I love how she just breaks shit. I think the the oat milk swap for the real milk line is really funny. Oh, so good. <laughs> I'm glad that they addressed that Dan and Serena's child is lactose intolerant, not like, oh, allergic to milk or something. <laughs> like She's not trying to kill him. She's yeah, just, she just wants to give him digestional distress. Diarrhea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just uh, has to go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> and they're concerned. It's wild to think, too, she is a mother with a child of her own, and she is still doing this kind of shit. I mean, it's not that wild. Her kid's kind of comes across a little bit like a sociopath too so <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. that surprising to me <laughs> and he comes back this episode but not face to face i i mm-hmm. want i have a theory now that because he was on the phone the entire time that maybe mm-hmm. the child actor wasn't available oh. which makes me kind of sad because i loved him yeah he was really good he must have been he on another set fun. or something yeah oh man so The crux of this episode is that Pop and Dad are renewing their wedding vows and Max and Audrey are trying to like help them plan this very glamorous affair. It's going to help relaunch Audrey's mom. None of that matters because Georgina is actively using Kate to torpedo the entire affair, but not because she actually cares, just because she wants to see what she can get Kate to do. Which is a bunch of funny pranks. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just all, it was just really funny. It was just a ton of punked style, like, fucking things up little bits at a time. But I just thought it was so funny, her running around and, like, just ruining everything. And and then the reveal that Georgina's like, okay, that was the test. Mm-hmm. And Kate doesn't care, or she's kind of like, we're not doing this anymore. And Georgina's like, yeah, until next time, dumb bitch. <laughs> Yeah, she's got her over a barrel, that one. (laughs) She really does, because she's not wrong. Like, Kate could go to jail for what Mm -hmm. she's doing. And, I mean, I don't see her getting out of this anytime soon, which for me, I like a lot. Oh, my God. All I hope for is that Kate kind of moves beyond this. Ooh, what are we doing? No, I don't want to do this. I'm uncomfortable. It's like, no, girl, lean into this. This is Russian weird madness and just go with it. 
Yeah, that's what I, that's I think what we need from Kate at this point in her arc. Like she needs to just full on join the dark side and just I mean, she thought of this idea and for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore cuz it's her idea and let's just own it. Let's just own it, girl. I mean, I like the retcon of Gossip Girl via Georgina because I think that it will make Gossip Girl more proactive in the way that like, to compare it to another teen show like A was on Mm -hmm. Pretty Little Liars, Mm. like she made people do things. And I think that right now, I mean, we've talked about it before. Kate isn't the most interesting character sometimes <laughs> and gossip girl itself actually isn't the most interesting part of the show it just no. exists in the background and i feel like this could bring it back to the foreground and make it more uh malicious interesting catty fun mm-hmm. i wonder do you think that part of the reason that gossip girl can't be the sort of central focus is because then it would be a show about adults what do you mean by that well, because if Gossip Girl was more in the fro, we would have to dedicate more time to characters like Kate and Jordan at the expense of characters like Monet, Luna, you know, the the thruple. They've kind of written themselves into a bit of a corner where they can't dedicate too, too much time to Gossip Girl because then you're not actually focusing on the kids. Oh, yeah. Good point. I mean, I think they kind of could, but it just depends on how they justify like what Gossip Girl is going to be, at least moving forward, like what Gossip Girl's goals are. Mm. And because I could still see those things, like, again, if Gossip Girl's being more proactive and making shit up and really just fucking with people, like it could very much affect the kids, but there'd have to be, I guess, a good good reason for it. So I'm I'm just curious to see like what the end game is, because obviously she wants to just use Gossip Girl for herself mm-hmm. to, you know, to help her somehow uh, Georgina does. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how they will continue to keep the kids as a focal point. Uh, obviously they're going to just, you know, there's an interesting enough stories anyway, going on without Gossip Girl's presence, but it is Gossip Girl, the show. So, right. so she's got to be doing something. It'll be interesting, right? Because we kind of thought going into this episode, what we were all hoping for Georgina, we got her. It's great. But also we were hoping for a little bit more direction about why this mysterious benefactor who was blackmailing a Russian history teacher at the school (laughs) would have such an interest in it. And we still don't really have that, right? Like, you know, we've got this character back, but we don't really know what she wants. Well, I mean, I think that's going to be a reveal when we find out, like, figure out what she's doing um, and what she wants to use Gossip Girl for, because this was obviously the quote unquote test. And so she's Mm -hmm. not playing all her cards, yada, yada, yada. But I mean, I did think towards the end of the episode, and I I know it's like totally wishful thinking, but Mm -hmm. would this be a way to bring like Chuck and Blair back or somebody? I know they're not going to bring Dan and Serena back because they're just way too popular. But like those two actors aren't necessarily popular. Right. Like Leighton Meester is off doing what? Shitty Netflix movies? She was doing. Yeah, she was doing like that a show for a while, a few years, I believe. And then she did a couple of movies and yeah. And then um, Ed Westwick is has been he's been in a few movies, but he also had some kind of like scandalous stuff happen. So he's been a bit more quiet, I feel like. Yeah. 
But Jenny, like to your point, I really, I would love that, honestly, like if they, they could use this as a means of bringing them back in, in a way that feels more, you know, authentic. And we do have already Blair's parents. So it's not like there, there isn't, it would be so out of left field at this point. So yeah, I, I would love that if, if they were game, that would be fantastic. Hmm. I would be intrigued in some ways. I've respected Gossip Girl for not doing what things like Melrose Place and some of the other revamp shows did where they really relied on the old cast members to drive interest and sell the show to a new audience. So I I think now, though, we're so firmly entrenched in this world that bringing back some of those legacy characters doesn't necessarily have to torpedo all the groundwork that they've laid. Yeah. And I would probably consider it more like a guest star appearance, probably mm-hmm. like what Georgina is. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they end up doing that. I haven't been able to get a good sense of how the show is doing. It sometimes feels like we're recording these episodes in a bit of a vacuum, even though we're nearly real time at this point. And yet I don't know if the show is doing well. Like, is it in danger? Do they need a kind of boost in viewership that someone like Chuck or Blair could give them if they brought an actor back. Mm, good point. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't know either. And again, I stay singing the show's praises on social media anytime it comes up because I just feel like compared to some, like I saw a post of someone like reminiscing on some of the old teen shows and I just wanted to be, and then they showed like a uh, image from this one and some people were shitting on it and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't think you've seen this because if you liked that stuff this is like all of that now like it's so fast too like everything is fast and it's so much easier to get through than you know week to week it's kind of them drawing out each of these subplots for way too long mm-hmm. yeah so that's actually a lovely segue, Ari. So why don't we talk about one of the plot lines that we were all sort of dreading last week that has been sort of surreptitiously resolved. We've got Julian trying to out this guy who we all assumed was secretly still married. And instead it's revealed, oh, he was never married. He made that up because his sister was one of the survivors of her dad's sexual assault and she's pregnant and he was doing it to try to embarrass Julian. But that all comes out in this one episode and now he's presumably done on the show. Yeah. Presumably? <laughs> Hopefully. I thought the end hinted that maybe he's coming back. I, I'm trying to remember even what his last moment was. I was just really glad that they didn't belabor this, you know, like that they really just kind of got to the point of what it was. Which really, I think, what is a testament to what this new reboot has done is it it gives us these stories and it's kind of like, I don't know, like it's it's great because every time we think it's going to go a certain place, it just like either resolves really quickly or the things that we think could be really annoying about some of these subplots, they just kind of bypass them in a way that's entertaining and brief. And I I like that it's doing that. I mean, I don't know. And it, it's weird because it's obviously not a reaction to us week to week Mm -hmm. because it's already, you know, they've already been filmed. It's one episode after the next. It's like, holy shit, they really uh, resolved that one quickly. So, but I'm glad they did because I didn't want it. I didn't care to see her be in that position with this, you know, supposedly married man. I liked what they did with it. This episode, I thought this episode was fun. It may be because also Monet and um, Luna were in it, (laughs) but yeah, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. 
Yeah, I actually liked how they subverted what we thought that whole subplot was, which Mm -hmm. I should have trusted this show at this point because they don't do things in the normal way and they are constantly subverting what you think is actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, of course, he's not even married. He never was married. It was a plot. And he had the <laughs> musical instrument at the beginning. I was like, God damn it. I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think like at this point, too, I I fully just married myself to the idea that I will very likely not be able to guess what the show is going to do next. I really just have no idea anymore, because once I think it's one thing. It's a subversion of a subversion. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely didn't have it on my bingo square that he was not married. I mean, I I figured when they decided to publicly try to reveal his identity live on the, you know, the web chat thing at the wedding, I knew that it wasn't going to be what we expected because obviously they had acted too quickly. I was a little annoyed, A, by the fact that Luna and Julian are too media savvy, like social media savvy, to have not tried to figure out who the girl in the picture was. Like, yeah. the fact that they wouldn't have just been like, oh, she's in these other pictures. He says it's his sister. Bam, mystery solved. I was like, I don't buy that. But also, it was a little annoying that nobody said, oh, I guess we overreact. Maybe we just need to ask people instead of try to like publicly defame them on a social media platform. I do find I was gonna say I find that very funny. I also I had the same thought. I was like, Luna, of all people, didn't immediately <laughs> clock that this was his sister. I knew that was his sister from the minute they showed her. I was like, oh, that's definitely his sister because he's making a date in front of her. Right. Yeah, I said I said it too. <laughs> it's like there's no way that's his wife. The way he's just talking on that phone and she's right there. <laughs> this is obviously a misunderstanding, and yet, er. Luna. <laughs> I mean, I do think they should have clocked that it was her. Like, I do think that, like, I could have figured that out, like, with some s- online sleuthing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't take, like, master stalking skills to figure that out. Yeah, if, if we're saying we could have done it, then obviously yeah. <laughs> Luna should have done it in about half the time. Exactly. But what I do, I to your point, Joe, about, like, oh, but they're not apologizing or they're not, like, you know, there's not a moment with them recognizing, okay, we overreacted or we why do we keep doing this kind of shit where we, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of like, because they're fucking stupid teenagers who think they know everything. <laughs> Cause they do, they think they're adults. And really when it comes down to it, they are teenagers and their brains are teenage brains. And so I can forgive that kind of stuff. Not so much the not sleuthing enough to find out. Yeah. That she's mm-hmm. a sister, but that other part. Yeah. The lack of remorse, of course. Yeah. I do find it funny, speaking of kids and like the fact that they're teenagers and sometimes they're doing silly things. But uh, the fact that Max's dads uh, were at the wedding and like all the teens were at the front of like the final shot. I was like, do they not have adult friends? I was just like, oh, my God, these poor men. (laughs) Well, I think unfortunately what had happened was all the right people didn't get invited. Only the exes did. So they all left and they were just left with the kids. They just have teenagers at their wedding. Because <laughs> I definitely thought that too. Like, why are they all crowding the front of this picture? This is their friend's dad's wedding. It's not like someone they know that intimately well. I know Monet's front and center are like going, oh my God. 
God. And I was like, Monet, you don't know them. No, you don't care about them. What are you doing? <laughs> are there These cameras egotistical here? Egotistical children. <laughs> they really are. They're probably just there for like the free booze and shit. But I, yeah, I don't know. That's just. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounded like the only reason Julian even went is because she thought, oh, this is a great opportunity to expose this guy. To exploit this event for my own gain and embarrass a, a man. <laughs> I mean, her and Georgina on the same page for this wedding. They're like, it's the event of the season to expose people and do dirty shit <laughs> and tomfoolery. Like, j- j- what a bad friend Julian is for thinking that's a good idea to like Max right? and to <laughs> and to the other the other two in the throuple too. It's just kind of like, girl, those are your friends' parents. This is supposed to be like a really meaningful thing, and you don't give it's a shit. It's their fucking day. <laughs> she does not care. So, speaking of scheming and plotting, we have Zoya being extorted via DM that there is a sex tape of the sex that she had. What do we think of this? This is another one of those storylines that didn't go where I thought. I thought we were going to have plan B drama and it would Mm -hmm. involve her dad. Her dad's not even in this fucking episode. And instead, it's her trying to drag out who actually has the tape. And oops, we we get another good moment with Monet, though. I actually thought it was very interesting. I didn't think it was very interesting at first Mm -hmm. um, because I was like, oh, sex tape. This is very like old school gossip girl, kind of like (laughs) that kind of like scandalous. How vintage a sex tape, (laughs) right? I I did love that Monet was like, I would never drop mine now. I'm waiting until college. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But what I liked about it at the end attests to the guys acting a lot that um, I can't remember his name, the guy she sleeps with. Hmm. but he plays nice guy so well where it's like you're spo- like he really is working the sympathy card and i like that no one forgives him yeah because yep. usually in a show like this they'd forgive him and they'd be like oh well, he he was bullied and she's like no you did the worst thing you could ever do to me go away <laughs> Yeah, I think I had a moment, too, where where he was really, again, like apologizing and really saying his piece and defending himself and just seeing her kind like how she was reacting to it. I was really scared that she was going to be like, "Okay, well, Mm -hmm. it's okay that you filmed us without my consent. But I, I yeah, I in my mind, I think I stopped myself, too. And I was like, "Okay, this is the new Gossip Girl. Hopefully they're bet they know better than that because I feel like they should, and then they did. So I was I was really really pleased by that, and I actually really did like this subplot again because it it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. I thought it was a lot more interesting, also because like I like the idea of Monet like getting to see more of her heart and her like mm-hmm. even though she you know obviously is like you figure this out yourself, bitch. But <laughs> but she you know at the end just kind of like you can see her being there and being glad for. And I guess, yeah, she does actually do get him kicked out of, of school or whatever. So mm-hmm. I just thought that was great. And that plants a seed for Zoya to be more interesting in the future and have more interactions that are more, I don't know, more entertaining. I think my my only real criticism of the way this ultimately goes down, I didn't love the subplot, but I, I agree with you, Ari. I like the way it resolves. My only complaint was just I thought we were setting it up that we were going to have Zoya and Monet working together and i was really excited by the possibility of seeing these two characters having to interact more monet's obviously a favorite she's great at these one-liners we love it when she shows heart but it sometimes feels like they're reluctant to pair her up 
with other people who aren't Julian or maybe Luna. And I thought, oh, this is going to be one of those unusual character interactions where we finally get to see people who don't normally interact, interact. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed we didn't get that. I get that. Yeah, Because I actually, one of my notes at the end was I would like for Monet and Zoya to be mm-hmm. something, not not friends. I don't ever really see that happening, but to be more... Just involved, uh, right? Yeah, Frenemies. involved with each other. Frenemies a little bit, maybe. Just Monet more um, nice to her sometimes or like open up, open to her. Not nice yeah. in a way. No, she doesn't need to be nice. She just needs to be more open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is I think we can't like expect them to sacrifice who Monet is, you know, and have mm-hmm. her fully. Oh, yeah, we're going to be on the same team, sis. Like, it's not her. She wouldn't. She's already talked so much shit about this young girl, <laughs> this literal poor girl in quotation marks <laughs> but i i did joe like i did think that was going to happen and i was really excited i was like oh my god thank god they're going to have uh monet teaching zoya like how to be a bad bitch and you know right. <laughs> which which and i was really pleased with how it happened anyway but i do think like i do think it lays the groundwork for that to be something in the future like an interesting relationship that i hope that they'll continue to explore you know mm. if we if we get more I hope that this is uh, like the first step in more to come. Yeah. I mean, what I kind of thought too is like maybe Monet is like, she's such a baddie. Maybe Zoya becomes a baddie and teams with her. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that would be cool to see. Also, uh, thinking about that, Shan was mysteriously not in this episode. Did I? Yeah. Unless I'm forgetting. No, something. completely absent too. Yeah. They didn't have like a falling out or anything. That the last uh, they we saw Shan was leaving that loft or whatever after mm-hmm. Zoya and that guy had sex, but um, I didn't really notice it till after the fact. I'm like, oh yeah, she's not. Um, yeah, we still got to resolve that or something. Like it, it feels Shan's like a dangling plot thread. <laughs> yeah, she's a shitty friend for sure. They need to acknowledge that very clearly. Hmm. Okay, so there's one final storyline that we haven't touched on naturally it's the one we waited until the end because we're the least interested but we do have obi trying to oh, right. be the activist and out <laughs> the fact that his mom is corrupt and doing all this shady shit and it of course does not go to plan blah <laughs> <laughs> this is the you know this is the subplot that feels the most like old gossip girl to me like right. something where they're like, I'm like, why would you think that we care about this as viewers? We, like, <laughs> we want these kids this. to do fucked up shit. We want Georgina. We want people being just nasty to each other. Like this is just like, it's for a different show. Like I just don't care. I hate it. I hate that I don't care. I wish I did for the sake of Obi and the actor. Oh, see, I don't care about him at all. I, I just feel bad for Lene Renee having to keep showing up and being like, please talk on the phone and give your son like sage advice, but also be an obstacle in his personal growth. It's like, no, this actress deserves better. The only thing that would make it interesting is if somehow they got Georgina involved with that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just can't even imagine what, what would make me care about it. I feel like my eyes glazed over every time they came on screen. Hey, this is where I thought maybe Chuck and Blair would show up somehow. It'd be somehow connected to all this weird stuff. I started thinking about that. Industrial espionage or something? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because it's boring. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They just, they could be the new adults. Like, I don't know. It's just like the adults, again, more of the other adult subplots. I haven't minded. I've actually liked them for the most part with this reboot. 
but this one is just like ugh. but also obi's just in. boring it's he's just boring i think yeah. it's also just so removed like every time we cut yeah. back to obi trying obi every time we cut back to obi trying to do any of this i was just like this has no bearing on any other plot line like we can see zoya trying to confide in julian and we get that nice payoff where they finally manage to sit down and julian listens to her and it's satisfying you know monet is in there she's in the mix we've got the thruple helping out with pop and dad's wedding which is where all of the drama shenanigans with kate is happening it's like those are all intermixing and then Mm -hmm. Opie is just over on the side doing his old sad dog thing and none of us care. I don't even think his friends care. No, they don't. He's like poor as shit and all his friends are like, eh. They're like, oh, you're cut off. You don't belong in the club. You can't sit with us anymore. (laughs) You're not rich. Get out of here. (laughs) Like, do we even know where he's been staying? Has he been with Aki? Oh, I guess he's, is he cut off from him? Because in that house that he lives in or whatever that apartment is, I feel like there was never parents there. So he could live there. Oh, no, he got cut off from that house. Remember, like his key card stopped working. Oh, see, I thought he couldn't get into the office like the like his dad's office or something. I thought that's what it was. Oh, no, no. That I was think that was his like, palatial uh, loft. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's yeah, I guess he's living with Aki. I mean, I don't care. like the fact that we're dealing with a homeless teen (laughs) and we just cannot care we don't give a shit (laughs) oh Oh, lord i you know what i think this actor is very attractive i Mm -hmm. like to look at him Mm -hmm. and that's i'm not trying to you know um, and that's where it's justified but you know i'm looking for the positive here (laughs) that is the positive he's not the worst looking character (laughs) Actually, everyone is very beautiful in this show. They really are. Yeah. If he wants to join the thruple and take off his shirt more often, hell yeah, he might become more interested in it. Oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of the thruple, in bed with somebody again, like exactly boring. Exactly. That's what always makes the guys' stories more interesting in Gossip Girl. Whenever they're like in some sexcapades, like I'd rather see that. Yes. Especially now that Max has more or less settled down into monogamous thruple territory, like why not have Opie go off the deep end and just become the new Max, like serial just womanizer out there whoring yeah. around. Yeah, we yeah. need that. We need that man in this show. Agreed. Sorry, I guess I'm not feminist. I'm like, <laughs> no, I think you're objectively feminist. We need okay. more male torso on this show. I agree. Um, yeah, but I will say though, regarding the thruple and regarding like, you know, them being a little more settled in their cute monog, you know, we love them. I thought that they were so cute in this episode, just the way that they were mm-hmm. with each other oh, and yeah. Max, just the, his being so happy and wanting to make his dad's happy. I, I just thought it was the cutest thing. I think the show continues to nail that, like how these, like, and, and again, it's a, probably just a testament as well, just how charming uh, Thomas Doherty is, but I just think he's mm, so charming. Mm-hmm. I love Audrey Hope. Like, it's just, I love watching them. They could just be having a conversation about anything and I would watch them over OB any day. Yeah, I love Aki a lot, but Audrey and Max's like scheming. Oh, they were so good together in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, I, I am obsessed. I think they're so much fun. They do have the Blair Chuck energy that I feel like this show needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That Obi could be a part of. <laughs> if only he wanted, if only he could just mm-hmm. take that shirt off. There we go. It's an easy fix. <laughs> uh, one last 
thing, I guess, because we kind of talked about it, but didn't talk about this part. Uh, Jordan, maybe mm. leaving the show? I don't know. Oh, right. Because he resigned, right? At the end? Yeah. I feel like this is the end of his arc for a little bit, and he will pop up later. Yeah, he needed to take a break and a reboot. Like, I think I said that in an episode before, but I was like, how long can they just drag this out where he's like totally in love with Kate? And it's like, no, she's not into it. Zero chemistry flop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did like the comedic joke where, you know, she was kidnapped and she didn't hear him profess her his love. And then he confronts her at the wedding and she's like, I clearly do not have time for this. I have to go and follow that very rich lady who was driving me around. <laughs> and he's just like, so you didn't feel anything? And she's like, uh, I'm not on the same page. Bye. Yeah, poor. I think Jordan, like he, there was not much more they could do with him. And so if that's how they give him a little break, I don't mind it. I really like the actor. I think that he's also charming and super cute. Mm hmm. But yeah, let's give him let's give him a little reboot. Let's give him some like, I don't know, like a backbone or something. Yeah, right. have him come back and be like Gossip Girl 3.0 and like battling with Georgina or something like make them more interesting, like yeah. than just flopping over Kate. Like I just I'm like, guy, get over it. I feel like we need fewer meek characters on the show. Like yeah. we've got Zoya, we've got Kate, we've got Jordan. Like Obie. there's just too many characters who aren't active. They're very reactive. And I I feel like we keep gravitating to the characters that are bigger, but also that have more agency. And I'd like to see some of these other characters move into that arena so that we can just have storylines that are clicking, clicking, clicking. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. And I like the, uh, you know, there's the, something appealing about kind of the moral ambiguity with a lot of the other characters that we love because mm -hmm. they've all done some pretty fucked up stuff. Yes. And these, I think it's worse with these meat characters who have also done fucked up stuff, but it's like, just own it. Like right. whatever you're doing, embrace it. Yeah. Like, come on, let's just lean into what this is. Yeah. All right. So what do we think is going to happen next episode? Georgina is clearly here to stay. Do we think we're going to get a lot more of her and Kate? Are we going to find out what the plan is? I hope yeah. so. I really, I, I, again, like, I think I'm, like I said earlier, I have no idea what to expect. I have no idea where they could take things because every time I guess something, it's wrong, except for the <laughs> sister, which, you know, painfully obvious. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do, I do think, what is this episode six? So we, we have four more left. I think maybe we'll start seeing Georgina manipulate Kate a bit more actively, but maybe not completely know why or to what end. Until the very mm -hmm. end. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're going to hold that. Yeah, the next title is Dress Me Up, Dress Me Down. I can't help but wonder if we're just going to have some other kind of formal event. Like we're we're really running through the season at this point. I don't know exactly where we're at. You know, we had Valentine's Day, but I don't know. This is some kind of spring wedding. So I don't know if we're going to come up on some graduation. Easter? Oh, maybe Easter. Okay. Resurrection party yeah <laughs> they'll find a they'll find a way to party about anything and make it glamorous so i'm here for it i don't care if they, they do flag True. day i'm i will watch it <laughs> <laughs> all right jenny any other predictions 
Um, I don't have any predictions, but I did want to add there was a line that once again dragged me. I feel like every episode there's one. <laughs> and this one was when Max was like talking about one of his dads and he was like, you know what a Pisces he is? And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I was like, it's not wrong. <laughs> Vinny, this show has it out for you. I know, it really does sometimes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> They're just trolling your social media, looking for new storylines and zingers. Yeah, yeah. They might. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, another one again. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess if folks want to get a hold of you, Jenny, to talk about how the show seems to be personally dragging you, how would they get a hold of you? <laughs> Uh, you can get a hold of me at Jenny Lee X33, and Jenny is J E N N Y, and Lee is L E I G H. Uh, pretty much anywhere. Okay. And Ari, if people want to talk to you about how cute Jordan is, how would they get a hold of you? Oh, he should. Um, what Adam Chandler Bratt should, should talk to me about that. <laughs> but they can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at the Ari Drew, T H E A R I D R E W. Nice. And if folks want to get a hold of me, I'm at B Stool My Remote, and that's the letter B. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can use the hashtag HKHSPod. If you got something long form, it's HKHSPod at gmail.com. But until dress me up, dress me down, we can say XOXO. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip girl.